Hello there. What's the crack? Still self-isolating? Welcome to episode four of the Kevin Doherty podcast. In this episode, I sat down with my good friend Nigel and he told me about some stories from his childhood growing up in Limerick City. I hope you enjoy it. And thanks for listening. How are you going on, Nigel? I am fucking amazing, Kevin. You? Thanks a million for coming up the road on a Friday night. It was a bit treacherous, but I got up. But a pleasure to come up, Kev. Thanks for the invite. Back in Dublin. It's been a few months since you've been up here, isn't it? Three months. Yeah. Three months, August. From Long that time. Wild, wild stag. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, Shane Stag, what crack. <laughs> what, what, how wild? No, it wasn't wild at all. But anyway, no, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, do, how did we start the stag? What was the first mad thing we did? Just trying to think of the film. We went to the cinema <laughs> at 12 o'clock in the morning. Once Upon a Time yes. in Hollywood. Yes, yes. Great yes. film, but not the typical stag thing to do. You can, they re-released it now, uh, an extra 15 minutes or something like that, don't they? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. An extra we'll f- save that for a second marriage. <laughs> 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 anyway um, Again Thank you for coming up You know I really appreciate it An absolute pleasure bud um, You made the trek To Dublin From Limerick mm-hmm. Both of us grew up in Limerick An amazing childhood Yeah Yeah I think it was above average Childhood yeah, And yeah. one of the reasons I initially wanted to do this yeah. Is because Nigel as a character Again The brilliant thing is You don't think this Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Is that you have so many stories that have happened to you that are just there's a bit of uh, ridiculousness about them. Yeah. Don't take that as an insult. No, 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 no. I won't. I won't. Easily could. Fuck are you? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm only messing. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm going to be, be straight up. Uh, I might be a bit reluctant, but I might get a bit more comfortable and share some yeah, more as, exactly, as, ti- as exactly. time goes on. You know. And like I had to nearly coax it out of you this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, as you can see there, Nigel put a bit of pen to paper. Aye, aye. aye a few aye. post-its. Yeah, ease the old uh, pressure. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, yeah, some ridiculous stories. Again, uh, like you said there, I think we had a pretty good childhood. Amazing, man. We've been friends since we, what, we were... T- oh, man, tell, tell the story of how we met. Oh, yeah, so... I joined primary school in senior infants. Um, I had moved into Raheem and yeah, so started in senior infants, got into a new school and walked into the classroom. Teacher pairs me to Kevin, the outgoing social butterfly that he was. <coughs> she puts me, you have to look after Nigel. So on came small break and we got into the big giant yard for me. I came from a school where there was like 40 people in the entire school, one teacher, three classes for three years. Um, so yeah, it was a bit overwhelming, and Kev, Kev goes, Kev was again a social butterfly. He had a lot of people and a lot of mingling to be doing, you know. I, th- I had some plans at six, <laughs> like. <laughs> Kev goes to me, uh, Nige, sit there. I pro- I pro- to be fair, I probably didn't even say Nige. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, I ginger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a seat. <laughs> Literally, corner of the yard, or yeah, I think it was the corner of the yard, or something. Like, yeah, at the. Edge of the yard. Sit there, Nigel. I'll be back in a minute. And the periphery of everything happening. <laughs> Kev abandons me for a full 20 minutes of the break or whatever it was. I was just left there on my own. And that is great. It was brilliant. Um, yeah, we recovered since then. We recovered. It was a bad start. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah, that was what? We were six years of age? Five, six? Yeah. yeah it's amazing. Amazing. It's crazy. Like 25 years on. We're still buds. <laughs> telling you. Um, but yeah, you've, you've put pen to paper this week with a few stories about your... Your fundamental years in Limerick. What's the first thing you'd like to tell me about? Because, like, let's be honest, I haven't heard any of these. Now I don't know what's coming up. True, you haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, there's a bit of pressure under the room. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm let's only taking the bits. Let's just give it a go. Um, I suppose uh, this might be remote. This might be overly funny of a story, but uh, I think uh, it just shows my insecurities as a 16-year-old. It was a uh, there was a time where we were. I think we were. Possibly bush drinking. I think we could have been. Anyway, so we're down by a local river, Ballykeef, mm-hmm. and uh, it's with a group of lads. And one of the lads goes to me, "What's the colour of your hair underneath your arms and your armpits?" And uh, show me. And I wouldn't show him because I didn't have hair. 
pair underneath my arms at the age yeah, of 16, yeah. like, you know, I was a late developer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I got pretty insecure about that. And uh, he wouldn't leave me go. He was like, come, just show me the fucking hair. I, I didn't say I didn't have hair. I was like, no, just it's red, whatever. I'm not yeah. showing you. And in denial and like one or two lads were like, you're 16. They're, they're, they knew like, they're like, you're 16 and you don't have hair underneath your arms. Like, no, no. Or I was like, I didn't admit to it. I wouldn't admit to it. Wouldn't admit to it. So then. How long, how long? Did this take like what sort of a time frame? It's over is five, ten minutes, kind of really? thing. Like just, just kind of pestering me a bit to yeah. show me in my armpits, basically. And uh, we were again, we were by a local river, and off in the distance, about five hundred meters up, we could see um, two high banks. The kind of banks had r- rose up from the river. We'd say maybe fifteen, twenty feet up. They were kind of high, steep banks, and there was a steel or a concrete pipe kind of coming across the top of the bank. And um, again, it was hundreds of meters off, and we pointed down to it. One of the lads pointed down to us. He goes, "Watch that down there!" And uh, someone goes, "I bet you, or I wonder, could you walk across it?" And instantly, for me, being feeling pretty insecure about the lack of hair under your arms, you I wanted to prove that you were a man. Exactly. So I manned up. I, was like, I guarantee you, I'd walk that. Had you a few cans in you at this stage, or what were you like? I wasn't drunk, no. Yeah, yeah but we, 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 there was one or two kinds drank, I think, but I wasn't drunk, no, no by no means. Um, that would have been, Jesus, that would have been ridiculous. So, again, that's hundreds of metres off. We can see this concrete pipe, and I'm like, yeah. I macho, I, I, I straight away jumped out, because I'll, I'll walk across that, and I'll say, you won't. It's a circular pipe. Obviously, well, obviously it's a pipe, it's circular. But, uh, so we walk down, I'm leading the way, I'm like, I'll walk past the snow butter, and um, get down to it. I was like, oh, God, Do you know, it's, it's circular, it's, it's, it's much smaller... Than I, what I what I imagined from that yeah. distance, and so I think there was even a bet put on it. I goes, I, yeah, the bet what I think it was a bet. Then so right now like, you cross that and you get back. It's a, I don't know if they're gonna give me like ten quid or something. We'll all shave our armpits. <laughs> so I begin to walk across it slowly, and like, I'm not good with heights, and I'm not good with balance. Do you mean I just completely had just like oh my god, what am I after saying like you know? So I start walking across it. Um. <laughs> And really, really stupidly slowly. But then I was like, okay, I'm actually going to make it across the one half. I got across the other half, turned around. Again, this was taking five, ten minutes now, like, stupidly. I think I crawled across some of it. Anyway, I was coming back over. I had left my phone with one of the lads. Cause again, I'm over a river, 15 foot down. What sort of a phone are you talking? Nokia 3210? No, it was a good phone. It was a good phone, but I don't know it. Remember could, it I, could it take pictures? It could indeed. So I had, one of the, I had a really good phone at the time. I remember that. Oh, was it the Nokia one that could do videos? I don't know if it was Nokia though. It could have been. Anyway, that's a Anyway, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, again, so I, uh, one of the lads goes, Nige, your mother. <laughs> you know, I think it was one of the lads. Was An insult or was no, she in you? Sorry, apologies. Yeah, yeah, excuse me. He just goes, he grabbed my phone and goes, oh, Nige, your mother, your mother. And I was like, oh, oh, and I panicked. I kind of, obviously, again, I was standing at that stage, so I just dropped to the pipe. And it's against a circular pipe, and it's pretty big as well. Like, and I just over the spacing of the next five to ten, I lose my balance. Yeah. And I'm kind of hanging off the side of it oh with my legs and my arms. And let's say, like the lads always said to this, say, like I started off hanging onto the side of the pipe. If you can imagine, I'm not on top of the pipe. Yeah, I'm, yeah. At, the, I'm at the side of the pipe. What sort of a drop? About fifteen foot. Jesus and again, Christ. so the thing about it was is that. The river was murky. We had no idea how deep it was. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't flowing very fast. But we had no idea how 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 deep is that like. Um. So I'm hanging from the side with my legs and my arms, trying to hold it, uh, hold on for dear life. The lads are screaming, laughing, and then eventually I'm like that with the pipe. Hanging, hanging, hanging below. Yeah. And they always said, "How did you even get to that position?" Like one of the lads was like, "If I was on it." Initially, I was hanging on to the side of it. Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah. I would have never have left go of that position, but I had to do something. I was going nowhere. I couldn't <laughs> get. I couldn't shimmy myself back up on top of the pipe. So, but five minutes after it, I'm hanging like that, <laughs> and I hung like that for five minutes. And then the lads were like, "No, you have to drop. You're gonna." And then the lads stopped laughing. Then it kind of got serious because I was like, "Fuck! Like, what? What is he going dropping into here?" Like, can I ask? Did they put your mother on speaker? She never drank it. Oh my! <laughs> she never rang. You know, it was all bullshit. Because oh again, God. there was a tenor betting it. So like, they seen me coming back over. And like he's gonna fucking make it. So one of the lads clever went, "Oh no, your, your mother!" And I, for some reason, panicked. Why? What? No need to panic. Like, but I was hanging like that for five minutes, and then I was like, "Yeah, my arms are getting tired, and if that is too deep, I need to be able to swim as well." Like, can I ask where you're? So like, like it's let's say you're saying 
I was hanging like that. Are your arms clasped above? Uh, or are you are you literally just hanging on? To the maybe width at of the pipe? maybe at one stage I was, but by the end I was hanging on from the width of the pipe. Like, really? Yeah, just hanging, and I'm like, oh god, I'm getting tired here. And the lads are like, no, your arms are gonna get too tired. They they they, they stopped laughing. Now one of the lads came down the bank because he was like, oh, this is it's yeah. what's he gonna fall into? Like, and I'm hanging like that for a solid five minutes, and I goes, I'm gonna have to drop. And I'm like, oh god, here we I've go. I've never heard this. I dropped into about two foot of water, but about two foot of mud as well. I got destroyed. <laughs> Didn't get hurt too. I, I hurt my leg a little bit, but it was nothing serious or nothing like that. And again, it was only like a foot of water, maybe. Oh but God. it was so murky, you couldn't, it was deceiving. We all said it afterwards. We thought that was maybe, it was, we thought it was four or five feet yeah, deep. The like, perspective was, you couldn't get yeah, any perspective on it. Destroyed in mud. And then, yeah, then they started laughing again, I suppose, because it was all safe and good. And then I think uh, an old girlfriend of mine had rang me then, like literally five minutes later. Where are you? Uh, I'm down here in Ballykeith. Uh, Oh, we're down in Ballykeith as well. Her friend had lived in Ballykeith. She's like, oh, I'll come meet you. I was like, no. And I, like, I couldn't get out of it. So she just came down. I was just destroyed in she mud. Went, she went and met the swamp man. Yeah. Pretty. Wow. I, and it was like a half an hour's walk, just destroyed in mud, walking up the road. It was just, oh, it was ridiculous. Oh but again, that was all came from me, my insecurities of not having hair underneath my arms. And wanting to prove it then that you were, you were the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. funny the way <laughs> at the end of it, you were hanging with the way that would reveal your armpits. <laughs> you were all just staring at them in your tank top. <laughs> it's brilliant. There was actually a picture taken when I was hanging like that at the, no la- the last stage. And obviously one of the lads old, old, old phones. And it was a blurry picture if I can remember right. We always say to this day it'd be great to see that picture again. Like, yeah, yeah. Great, great, great to see it. Can yeah. I ask um, what time of day did this take place? Three o'clock in the day I'd say. That's what I exactly what I was thinking. Why? What's that? Bush drinking. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Bush yeah. drinking back in the day. We were deadly. You were. Like, we were I don't think I've ever enjoyed drinking as much as I did in the field <laughs> when I was like fucking sixteen. Uh, Twelve o'clock. One o'clock. We start. Yeah. Get it in early. Yeah. Go home and get dinner then. Yeah. Six o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Be sober. Yeah. 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 When we'd be pestering the older lads, ringing them at half ten in the morning. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, uh, "Can we?" Get the drink for you later. We're like, no, no, yeah, we need it now. license isn't open yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There were some sound lads, the motor lads. Good guys. The good guys. Good they guys. They were like, um, good times with them, actually. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the first time I got caught? Oh, that's a ridiculous story, <laughs> but that's a ridiculous story. We, we got cans, what time? Probably, probably early again. Very early. Do you remember that? Yeah. You, me, my brother, and my brother's friend. Yes. And... We had cans at gear. I can remember specifically. We had a gear bag of not Dutch gold. Six percent Linden Village. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 I think we had Linden Village. I don't. I don't even very specific here. We had Linden Village, and we had a different type of Dutch gold. What was it again? It was like a Did we, yeah? King Dutch. That's so wrong. Like, but it was like a different, like a, like a premium option. Exactly. Of a bum's drink. So we had a big, big gear bag full of it and we had to bring it across a main road we were super paranoid kids about drinking aren't we like hiding it and, and being you know it's so like smuggling drugs through the airport like oh, literally 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 so we we had to race across a main road and we go into a farmer's field yeah. wasn't it into the farmer's yeah, field yeah, 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 yeah. um and yeah we got pissed drunk Kev gets extra pissed drunk. As, as well, at that stage, I just didn't understand percentages. Like, yeah, I've always uh, been bad at maths, but fuck me, with drink when I was younger. I would recommend you, I'd oh, recommend, I would estimate, a fair estimate would be you drink about five, six cans. We were, probably, we, yeah, yeah. we were probably drinking four cans. Kev would go five, six cans. Yeah. Polluted drunk, oh, Kev was. And was that the time Murph came down with the Pelican? Yes. I think started, so. Started shooting me a few times. Yeah. And I was rolling around in shit. No, that's the story, wasn't it? And then, that's the only reason I thought of it, because yeah. you were like, I was covered in shit. Oh, and I was like, yeah. Right, you weren't yeah. that covered in shit. Yeah, yeah. I think I had cow shit on me and everything. Um, What time was it when we finished? Maybe... Uh, four or five, four o'clock, <laughs> five o'clock. No, it was, it was roughly, wasn't it? Your, parent, your parents were gone. Uh... No, no, because I went up the, I went up the road. I could barely remember going up the road. Yeah. And, uh... No, we went for a ramble then. That was actually... No, I'm, I'm not thinking of that right. So we went drinking around 12. Yeah, yeah. And then we would have left maybe the field at around 5 or 6. Yep. But we went for a ramble because I remember it was dark then. Right, right. Maybe right. it was a winter's night. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That much and you're covered in... Covered in shit. Covered in cow shit. Walking around, walking around the estates. Yeah. And then I came home. Uh, didn't have a key. No one there? 
no, no, still, still wrecked drunk. Like, yeah. Uh, rang the doorbell. I couldn't remember this now. Yeah. My parents told me the next day. Whoa. Woke up and uh, they were like, do you remember what happened last night? And I was like, ah. <laughs> oh, I was like, like, what happened? And they were like, well, this is a story you told us. Um, you went and you played a game of soccer with the lads in a field. Tell for rugby. Sorry, go on. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we were playing the game of soccer and like I just got destroyed in cow shit playing soccer. And then uh That was that was your story, was was the yeah, yeah, your yeah, excuse yeah. to why you were covered in it. That was my alibi. <laughs> and uh coming up the road then, uh there was half a can of uh Dutch gold on a wall and I took us up. What? Because, like they were like, Were you drinking? And I was like, No, were you drinking? And I was like that was I was like, Alright, I had like half a can on the way home, covered in shit. And they were like, go to bed. <laughs> How old were you then? Yeah. I don't know, maybe, if I had to guess, probably 16. Yeah, yeah. It, that wasn't the start of her drinking. We drank, yeah, yeah. Because again, my brother, younger brother was with us then at that stage. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was brilliant. Ridiculous, like. Yeah. I remember we went up and had pizza and had a great evening and sobered up and went home and kept grabbing. Well, you didn't actually get killed, did you? you just first time getting caught. Like. Yes, 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 yes. Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. That was, um, that was yeah. hilarious, yeah. My parents were fairly sound about all that. Mm, they are, they are, yeah, yeah. Um, but oh man, bush drinking as a kid, yeah, as a teenager, like yeah. so much crack, yeah. and then like the the danger of like, oh my god, is that the guards? Yeah, what's going on? Do we have a place to drink? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> and as well, drinking, drinking in the day, when you didn't get hangovers. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the thing. Like, or the happy hangover. Yeah, just like I oh, am. Yeah, my head hurts a tiny bit, and this is great. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. I remember that. I remember one of my first real times of getting super drunk and I was 100% hungover the next morning but it was a genuine happy hangover. It's like the, bu- <laughs> the buzz of, of the previous night would kind of carry through in the morning going, oh, that was a great night and you're, yeah, you're, you're yeah, hungover. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, that was another time. That time in particular, I remember it was, I was a little bit older. I was probably 18 and uh, I didn't go out drinking into town Everyone was going out mm. to town drinking. I think it was a birthday party, one of the girls' birthday parties. And we were all meant to go out. And I didn't go because I didn't have a passport, I don't think. I'd lost it at the time. So me and one of the lads stayed back. We went into his car. We weren't drinking at this age. We parked it at the side of my house. And the two of us got stupid, stupid, stupid drunk with vodka, if I remember right. And we, your man fell asleep. <laughs> so your man fell asleep. He's, he's fast asleep and I'm just left there I'm pissed drunk on my own. And then the lads came back from town with the girls. And we were like, we're up in the car at the side of my house. So they all, they all come up. About three girls, two lads. And your man's still... Is sti- it a minivan or a little car? Or a, a little polo. A little Volkswagen <laughs> polo. Right? So that, that's great, actually. Yeah, it's A little Volkswagen polo. So it's, we're at the side of my house. And then... So, yeah, it was one of the guys came up and three of the girls. And your man in the driver's seat never woke up. So we goes... He yeah. died? No, he... <laughs> <laughs> your man that came up back from town goes let's go to my house and he'd been drinking but he's in the same estate he goes I'll drive the car over to my house and I was drink driving but it was literally a 30 second drive right. around the bend which basically. is acceptable so I'm in the front seat your man's asleep in the driver's seat we push him into the middle he's, he's, he's passed out he's not asleep he's, he's passed out he's nearly blacked out from the drink like we push him into the middle and your man gets in and we have about four people in the back of the car and we fly around the estate pissed drunk a lot of us and fly up to your man's house left your man in the middle of his car asleep he didn't wake up the next morning the next morning he woke up and couldn't find his car keys woke up in a different place wasn't outside <laughs> my house he came he came he walked back around to my house all he could remember was me he never remembered the lads coming back to him banging on my door at 8 o'clock in the morning my mother killed me remember him absolutely pounding on the door he was totally confused like where's my keys why is my car back around did I drive the car oh shit like panic altogether like I remember that being a bit crazy though that we drove the car it was a bit yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's a bit, a, bit, a bit extreme yeah 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 but again it was only a, a 30 second drive so yeah um, you were saying there did you not have an ID to go into town I had uh, I'd lost it yeah do you remember <laughs> When I started going to town and I didn't have, I think maybe my passport was out of date and I didn't have one of those age cards. So when I, like, you know, yeah. when you just turned 18, yeah. I got into places with my long birth cert. I, I, I got into about. at least two places with my long birth cert. 
Imagine that, like. <laughs> What's the longboard that was the original? Was yeah, this? yeah. Oh my god. It has like parents' jobs. Like, oh yeah, the dad's a facilitator. <laughs> He's doing well in the eighties. Yeah, it's like who what sort of a maniac's gonna come out with his long birth cert like yeah yeah and try and get in when he's only 16 <laughs> <laughs> the fact that your parents let you left you take out the birth cert is amazing I don't know if I discussed it <laughs> <laughs> anyway you went out to town before me didn't you yeah you said I'd gone up younger because I, I look yeah, stupidly yeah. young and uh, but I had my brother's yeah, ID yeah yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah they were great they were great times as well going in underage I remember I got I got like uh Fecked over one time by a bouncer just because uh, I went up with the brother's ID. I think I had his, maybe his provisional driver's license or his full license. And I had uh, his uh, UL card. Mm-hmm. Went up to the bouncer and I was like, uh, yeah, there you go or whatever. And he was like, uh, oh yeah, you're in UL. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. And he was like, uh, what module does he do? And I said, what? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He was, like, he was like, go away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It threw me off so much. Like, mm. I was like, what the fuck is a module? Like, <laughs> Oh, good times. All uh, nesters and so on. Yeah. Three euro points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was only in there once. The hilarious thing uh, I thought was like, so nearly everybody was underage except Shane. It was yeah. overage, and Shane still ran away when the guards raided one of the pubs. <laughs> I was like, "Why did you run?" It's like I'm not sure of it. <laughs> you have some crazy ass stories, drinking man. I know. We'll we'll get into them another time. <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to have a think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. But yeah. uh, yeah, no, good story, man. Um, anything else? Right. Yeah. So another good story. A crazy ass story, I thought. Um, looking back on it, definitely quite dangerous. Was uh, one of the lads. He had his first child, mm. and uh, he was he was with yeah he was in the passenger seat of a car coming up the road, and I was walking down the road on a path on a main road, and um, I was with someone beside me as we were walking down, and he pulled in beside me. I goes, well, well, no, those things. I goes, man, congrats. So, went to reach into the passenger side to. Made hands on him and yeah. give him an order, nice handshake. But again, it was kind of a, a clasped hands on him like that. Yeah. And I put my hand in and he just goes, he just pulled me in. They hadn't got a plan, I don't know. There was no plan or nothing like this. He was just a, he just kind of just pulled me in and he was a strong enough lad now as well. Mm. Like he was a strong, like thank God he was strong. Um, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't weigh too much. He just pulled me in. So my head and about chest up went into the car. Your man driving, or man, your man in the driver's seat just put his foot to the floor. We are not exaggerating. I'm, I'm not exaggerating this. He went definitely 60, 70 kilometers an hour. What? Uh, I, you were off the ground, like? Off the ground. I oh. didn't realize that. No, I was 100% off. The, I was off the ground, like my chest, head up was in. Oh he, my God. We have one hand locked to each other and he pulls me like that, like bicep, like just pulled me in. So my definitely pecs down was hanging out of the car. Oh we God. go, no exaggerating at over 50 kilometers an hour. That's no exaggerating. I t- I'd say your Hair, man was hairless armpits whistling <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> it was definitely 60 kilometers, no problem. And we drove for, drove a solid three, 400 meters around the bend. The person I was with just was, de- I was next to the person one second and I was gone. <laughs> just up the road and gone. And then that was, I was screaming, let's stop the car, like stop the car. Going through roundabouts. We went through a roundabout where there was a high curb beside the roundabout and I had to, like you know put my f- get my feet up another few centimeters so i wouldn't clip the curb like we always say to this day looking back on that was that was stupid but uh they stopped the car eventually and uh i was like lads what the fuck two seconds you couldn't wrote this 30 seconds later detectives come up the road no not even 30 seconds i mean that no i wasn't i remember the car a red detective's car came up 15 10 15 seconds later like one detective in the car one hanging out the window <laughs> If they had seen it, like your man was gonna get, like, got arrested. I'd say, like, oh, but yeah, looking back on that, that was ridiculous. Yeah, because I could have easily just hit the that's curb. Insane. I could have went under the wheel of the car. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Madness. Yeah, one would say that's a form of bullying, but no, no, it wasn't. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it was pretty, pretty reckless. Um, what else? Uh, sort of pen to paper stuff. I was did you thinking a few things week? this week? I was just, uh, it was Halloween. Well, it's about three weeks ago at this stage, but uh. I just, uh, the contrast at the moment down in Limerick with what Halloween is today, what it was when we were kids, really? is drastic. Now, where we are here t- at the moment up in Dublin, I think there's a lot of fireworks, but in Limerick there's feck all fireworks now, barring a few 
I suppose rough areas, but where we're from, there's no more fireworks. When we were... F- and it's not a rough area anymore. <laughs> True, yeah, yeah. When we were six and upwards, we loved fireworks. It was our thing. And for some reason as well, I always think it's strange. My parents were okay with me having fireworks at the ages. Okay, six is probably an exaggeration, but... <laughs> Uh, I just remember being six years of age and the older lads having them and I was fascinated by fireworks and I love yeah. fireworks so we'd go into the local market oh. my dad would my dad would bring us in my dad would bring me and one or two of the lads go in and we'd have to buy fireworks obviously illegal buying them off I suppose there's a few undesirables or so on yeah. like but uh, on the sly and uh, we'd buy fireworks my dad I remember one time actually my dad I was just thinking of that there he my cousin who yeah, he was from the countryside. He liked selling fireworks. The country lads, other country lads. Yeah. He asked my dad to get like 20 boxes of black cats, which is, you know, it's a lot of fireworks. Or so it's, it's, a, it's a, a significant lot. amount of black It's a lot to buy, yeah. So my dad went around, like we're going around with him and we've seen who's selling the fireworks on the side. Like we got caught high of it, got high of it, I suppose. And uh, he asked your man, can I get, I have a load of boxes. It was definitely 10, 20 boxes. And uh, your man's like, you want 20 of them? like yeah he goes right give me a few minutes so you have to kind of make sure the coast is clear like this isn't the market it's a local market tons of people around and there's guards there's guards around as well um so yeah he ended, my dad ended up buying about 20 boxes and i remember at the time i have the, i remember seeing the image of a of a your man just looking around sketchy and he goes behind one of the market stalls and just rips open something like a, a cover shield in it and it just that's flying box after box after box after box into a, my I think my dad gave him like a, a carry bag or something instead of flying them all in. Um, but just, yeah, that was crazy. I just look, I think it's so strange, you know, looking back on my dad going mm. in doing that. Like, but uh, I think it's such a contrast now. Like, like would, would I give my seven or eight, nine year old son, if I had one, fireworks and allow him go out into the States setting off fireworks? There was some crazy stuff. Some kids were wild. And I mean, this is not me or anything like that. Just one or two crazy wild ones. People putting fireworks into into letterboxes and stuff. Mm. Um, it got out of control. Like, just mob mentality. Kids with fireworks just going crazy. It's kind of as well. It's like, at the time, there's no intent behind it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's just like, oh, this is going to impress the lads. Mm. Whereas, like, when you live or you rent a place and somebody puts one in, mm. the perspective is so different. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You're like, those scumbags just touching that point that was once I can remember that happening that I was not involved in but I was I saw it happen like because um, that was really bad I remember when that happened someone put a firework into the letterbox it was a banger or something we all went home like we ran home because we're like that's serious yeah, like, yeah. That, it's that's, proper crossing the line yeah again just uh, just looking at it now like mm. if, if, if oh my god if someone put a fu- oh my I god know. if someone put a firework in your letterbox like that's ridiculous like but we were wild back then at that age that generation what was that like late 90s we were just yeah. wild there were so many kids in our area and Limerick as well was getting wild yeah there, yeah, was, yeah. there was a wild bit of uh, I don't know there was a sense of it in the air at that time now, again like you say it was wild and Raheen like that was considered a posh area of Limerick yeah like, absolutely but it was wild it yeah. was in comparison to other areas it was posh I suppose yeah but, yeah but yeah but there's levels to everything. Exactly, exactly, uh, absolutely, and the, the the highest level was incredibly bad in some rough mm. areas in Limerick. So yeah, so remember that we were scumbags would come out to rob us, like yeah, they come out from Weston and Morass and they come out into, yeah, into Raheem. Yeah, yeah. Let's rob some Raheem boys, like I'd say once they got past the Crescent Shopping Centre, they were like they're all pussies out here. Anyway. Yeah, oh, absolutely, we were fuck, man. Yeah, remember one time walking down the road and we just I I was on I was with like three girls. I was with three girls and me. And 20 of the roughest. And I mean the roughest. 20? 15, 20 lads. A gang of them came from Weston and walked up Raheen. And, uh, uh, yeah, I was. I think it was an old girlfriend at the time. And uh, I think I was fighting with her at the time and she was in the mood. So if w- not normally if we saw them 20 lads, we'd have done a U-turn and been gone. Like, But she was in the mood. I think she was fighting with her. And so she started walking towards them and I had to follow her. The other two girls was like, oh, they dead on a U-turn. Me and the girl had to walk straight through them all. They didn't do a thing to same us. Path. Hmm? Same path. Same path. 100% same path. And I was like, oh, we're screwed here. They didn't do nothing to us, though. But they went up to Raheen that day, probably robbing people. Like They were oh, they were waiting for people. I'm surprised we didn't get robbed that day. Yeah. Um, going back to the the market and the fireworks. Yeah, yeah. Can you please tell... You know that one, yeah. Please tell that story. So, again, we'd go in there every, every year, buy fireworks, Um. And obviously the guards are clamping down more and more and more and more on it. 
so they set up like surveillance up in like uh multi-story car parks really? and stuff oh full on yeah yeah so me and one of the lads uh this time it wasn't my dad that brought us in it was one of the lads mothers brought us in and again she knows what we're going to do what age are you at this stage now we're a little bit older we're about 12 about 11 or 12 i, I would yeah i would think so anyway yeah but that's a fair estimate yeah you have the confirmation money on you <laughs> so we go in anyway first time going in this new halloween year like we'd say like and yeah your man's mother brings us in she knows what we're going to do so we get out of the car we're like sitting a while we're going buying fireworks and this time it was different. We're like, where's everyone selling fireworks? There's no one selling fireworks. It's not, you know, it was never open selling, but you, you know, you'd be able to get the signs yeah. of where it was going on. Like, you could suss it out. Yeah. And eventually someone said, if you want fireworks, you have to go up that alleyway, up that way. We're like, right, there's fellas up there selling. So me and one of the lads, again, we're innocent lads, like, walk up to these, like, maybe six, seven, just, again, notorious scumbags, to be honest, like, and they have gear bags full of fireworks. And we're in an alleyway, it's nice and quiet, so, they open up the gear bags, what do you want, lads? So we're looking through them all, we're taking our time, there's no sketchiness, usually be very sketchy it's in the like map. looking through the Argos catalogue of fireworks. <laughs> like. Basically, yeah, yeah. So we're taking our time, we purchased definitely some, yeah, I remember getting some, putting them on me, same with your man, he put, bought them, exchanged money, but we're still kind of hanging around. The guards, again, had been up in the multi-story car park, watching down on us, going, transaction basically, I'd imagine, they said, yeah, they're doing a sale, they're doing a sale, go, 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 go. We bought our fireworks and then someone just goes, shit. We look over and there's one guard, plain guard, plain clothed guard, just running at us. And all the lads, the scumbags, pick their bags and run. And she, what do you mean your man do? Run fucking with them. We ran through, and I'm not exaggerating, like we ran through, you can ask him yourself, you know who I'm talking about that lad. Yeah, 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 we yeah. ran through town with these absolute scumbags. Like. It's like the start of Lockstock. Like. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking curses. <laughs> We're racing down the road. We all then we eventually start kind of splitting. So we were down William Street at this stage. We're gone from the market. Like guards are chasing us. There's a few guards now at this stage chasing us. And then eventually, I kind of just we kind of lost them a little bit. So I goes, Do you know what? I'm gonna stop running. I'm kind of on my own. Your man, that was my, my buddy with me, he kind of was still running with them. Actually, he's still running with the main top of the gang. I think I slow down or something. I have a ton of fireworks on me, so I stop and goes just act casual and start walking. Instead of walking. I can look over my shoulder and I seen the guard that was ch- originally chasing us getting closer to me. And I'm just like, all right, it's cool. Just start walking, walking. And he ran past me. I'm like, oh, oh he ran past me. I, again, you cannot write this. As he ran past me, he's three foot in front of me, full sprint, fireworks, fo- I, what, a box of fireworks fall out of my pants. Oh. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not making that up. Like, it fell out and he just, he heard the box hit the ground and just turned and saw it. I was like, ah. Oh. And he goes, oh, you, grabs me, like, gives me, nearly shakes me, like, and fireworks fall out of me, like. You're like a little ginger piñata. <laughs> yeah. So he picks up the fireworks, grabs me with a scruff, and just brings me down the road, meets another two guards in a guard of car, fucks me over to them. And uh, they start questioning me anyway. They didn't get out of the guard of car, and he tears off anyway, the, the other guard, the original guard that caught me, like, he goes running down trying to chase the other lads. And so they're like, oh, I still have a few boxes on me, hidden. And they're like, have you any more fireworks? And they kind of see, oh, he looks a bit innocent. Have you any more fireworks on you? And I go, no, that's all of them. They, the guard the guard handed you. And it goes, go on. So or I, they took my name and stuff and details. Go on. So I walk back into the market to try and find your man. I'm like, where's, where's my buddy gone? Like, and uh, other guards, I suppose there's like a harnessness of guards that just had gone everywhere. They didn't realise that I'd been stopped and name taken. So I can see one guard approaching me and I went, oh God. So I went over to one of the stalls instead of buying sweets. And I look over and boom, hand on my shoulder with me now. And he goes, no, I was already caught. I was already caught. He took the fireworks off me. Oh yeah. And he started searching me, load of fireworks on me again. He goes, grand, into the back of a guard car in the market. Sit there, be quiet, whatever. And I'm pleading nearly. I'm not crying, but I'm pleading with them. Like, I thought I was buying Kit Kats. <laughs> they were like, you're... Long story short, they thought I was one of the dealers. They thought me and my buddy were... At 12? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, because there, there, was, there, were, there were men, some of them, but there was younger lads as well. There was a whole family. There was a family that were doing that. Like, So we were considered... We were taught... We were, they, originally, they thought we were one of the dealers. So like, go away, you were selling the fireworks. I was like, no, no, I was going to plead with them. I was only buying, I was only buying. It was like, go away from us. Oh, we have another one. There's... there's or my buddy coming being dragged across and he did look a bit more scopey I think yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the haircut <laughs> the haircut yeah 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 <laughs> so he goes into the back of the car and I'm like oh let's call him Bob I'm like Bob your hair thank god they won't believe that we're not dealers and they're like shut up because we're kind of getting a bit da 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 into the guards pleading with them like 
And eventually, anyway, after they get out, the guards get out of the car and they're talking, and they open the back door and it goes to me, you out. Um, I didn't hand, have handcuffs on me. He goes, go home. You've no more fireworks on you. Give me a final search. He goes, no, no, go home. And I'm like, what about my friend? We and just, just screaming at me, get the fuck away from here. Like, so it's grand. I'll go find his mother and tell him that they have him, <laughs> the, that, that, that they have him in the back of the guard. They brought him back to the guard station. They thought he was a dealer of fireworks. And what happened with him was that when he went into the guard station, he played hurling or Gaelic football, whatever. And a senior yes. guard passing him. She goes, what are you doing with him inside in this guard session? He's not selling fireworks. Like that's He's how playing it, cornerback for me tomorrow. I had to meet his mother and I was like, I, was, I, I couldn't find her. So I had to wait by the car. And eventually she came back to the car. She goes, where is he? I was like, he got arrested. She goes, you're joking. I was like, no. I was like, oh my God. She had to walk up. She wa- I, for some reason, she walked up to the guard station yeah, and got him. And I just stayed there waiting at the, at the guard car. See, I think it was the last time we went in buying fireworks anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah funny story. I like that one. Again, it was great. It's funny. Worthless. Looking back at it, yeah. you know. That's but again, I just, I just, just to start with that story, like I think it was, it's so crazy how fireworks were so acceptable back then. Like Raheem was a war zone with fireworks, like mm. on Halloween night. Do you remember the buses would stop and everything. Would they? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you could yeah, get yeah. a bus from uh, from town to Raheem on the thirty first. Go away. Go away. Couldn't. Go away. Yeah, yeah. They're like, I'm not driving past Medivale. <laughs> oh, Medivale. Cross. Medivale. Right, so Medivale. There's an area in Raheen that's, I wouldn't say, yeah, it's, it's slightly posh. It's posh. Yeah, it is posh. It was posh. But for whatever reason, on Halloween night, 60, 70, 80 posh lads got together. At least that, that's, no, there was hundreds. Mm. There was hundreds because people would come from all over. Oh, yeah. It was a congregation point before you had Facebook groups. Like and it. just built every single year where they get yeah. together and extreme mob mentality. Like, yeah. It's the highest. Like, posh lads going crazy it got into the news or definitely the radio radio it was on the radio yeah they definitely met it on the radio it wasn't on the news news but it was on the radio they just went crazy every halloween and mm. it built and it built and just hundreds guards i remember i was only under one year for it maybe two years one year on the outside looking in i suppose but one year in the mix of it kind of like and i didn't do anything stupid at all like nothing reckless or anything like that but uh, the guards you would see the guards were like yeah just come on like we just lads just running at the guard it's like Braveheart like <laughs> we'd be putting fireworks on the ground just launching them at the guard the car the paddy wagon they'd drive in we'd all scatter and run and then we'd kind of come back around the back of it oh, someone I don't know who it was someone smashed in the, the back of the paddy wagon that night um, they couldn't control us at all like eventually that all went eventually remember one Halloween a bit if two or three years later they just swarm the place from four o'clock the guards that yeah, is yeah. four o'clock before dark they just all walking through the estate, loads of them, like, and it just stopped. It didn't, like, it was crazy. I remember that. That's insane. I, could, I, was never, I was never in Medivale. I was only under once properly that year. I was, for some reason, I never went down that way. It was crazy. You're right, the buses could not pass. No, you couldn't. Cars got A back. bus would be tipped over if it went past. <laughs> like, again, bad for the neighbours there. Um, terrible for the neighbours. But there was no... Cars were getting battered and eggs and a few fireworks off the guards, but there was not not a, lo- not a lot of malice. In it. Yeah, there was no violence. Violence mm. like but that mob mentality is a crazy thing. Mm. Yeah, there's a is. weird thing with people in big groups like. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. do they call it? Like, uh, like a dissolution of responsibility or something. Yeah, yeah. It's it's dilution. Like you don't feel you don't feel personally responsible, and then it's nearly like this group think, and yeah. hopefully the group are okay. But the group can go insane as well, and you're just like, yeah, I'm just part of it. No. Yeah. It's fascinating. Like. It is, it is. Again, I'd, I'd love to be in a good old riot. I've always. <laughs> oh, can you tell one story, please? I just, I love this story. God. It's not, it's not Limerick. Okay, yeah. But uh, just because you were like, John, like, you like the idea of uh, going into like a wild environment and being like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like your first time as a Liverpool supporter. Oh, God. Yeah. Going yeah. into the cop. Can you please tell that story? So yeah, yeah, my first time in the cop end of Anfield. Liverpool versus Reading and uh, I'd been to Anfield previous to that but I was we're going to the cop end me a cousin and his friend three of us went to Liverpool travelled over and we're hyped to the neck about going to the cop end it's, it's, it's a dream of ours I suppose and we're like this is going to be absolutely crazy the, the atmosphere it's just going to be just just crazy madness we're going to be with a lot of scousers we're going to just yeah go, we're going to go mad this is going to be what an experience so 
it all kind of started, I suppose, to somewhat unravel when we got the tickets. Because we didn't get the tickets when we, we didn't get the tickets until we went over there mm-hmm. to wait to meet someone and then collect tickets. There were three tickets in completely different seats. We're like, all right, we're in three different seats, but it doesn't matter. It's the cop end. Mm-hmm. We're still going to have a great time. Like, we're not going to be with each other. It's going to so, be mental. Yeah, it's gonna. It's a pity, but whatever. So uh, I get my ticket, go in. I'm like, wow, this is a pretty good seat. Like, I'm about five rows from the front. This is amazing. Like, right, it's over to the very, very edge. It's, it's, it's like uh, one in the corners. One in the corners. You have to walk down a whole row of seats and down to the very, very last seat, up against the wall. Like, yeah. I'm like it's a bit to the side. This is amazing. That's cool. It's amazing. No one's sitting along the seats beside me when I originally sat down. Do you know, I'm there probably half an hour before. Super excited. You were thinking some serious fucking locals are going to come in and sit down yeah. and take you into the fold, exactly. and you'll all go out and buy black cats legally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, legally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, where that went downhill was uh were lovely people but uh <laughs> but uh three girls um young enough girls maybe similar age to me maybe 25 at the time or whatever maybe a bit younger three canadian girls and their mother and maybe their father definitely their mother anyway come down the seat and sit alongside me i'm like what is <laughs> that chatting with me before the match i'm like this is not <laughs> what i imagined the grand we've I we'll get to watch a Liverpool match in the cop end. This is still going to be good. Atmosphere was still pretty good, but not half as intense. I'm sitting next to four women. Um, half time comes. Uh, I think Liverpool were drawn in a little, so a bit of a lull, like. And then <gasps> a camera. They're kind of going around the crowd with a camera, and the girls can see that. So again, I'm mingling with the girls as well. I'm having a chat with yeah, them, getting yeah. to know them. They're getting to know me. Swapping email addresses. <laughs> to see a guy, I think, on like a, a crane, you'll come along with a camera coming through the crowd. I'm like, oh, look, the camera's coming. Wherever they had it in, I don't know. A big, massive Canadian flag. Nigel, can you help us hold the Canadian flag with us? <laughs> I'm just there at the edge holding the Canadian flag going, is this, like, this is... Oh, p- Canada. Like, this is the wildest probably part of the day this is going to be getting to hold. I was just, oh, it was just unimaginable like from going from, yeah, let's go crazy, yeah. cop in to Expectations versus yeah. reality, like... Holding the Canadian flag going, yeah, <laughs> just at, so at half time, like, I just, yeah, yeah, fun uh, times. I love that story. Anyway, yeah. back to Limerick. Back to Limerick. What else do you have for us? Um, yeah, I suppose... Uh, a lot of dealings with guards growing up in Raheen as well. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of lads around Raheen were pretty wild, so there was a lot of guards in Raheen. All and great uh, stories start like that. Like. <laughs> but uh, our group, we were a good bunch of lads. John, you, me, all the girls, and Shane, and so on. A few of us, there was a lot of us, we were all a good bunch. Um, don't know if you were here this time, I don't know if you are, but we went bush drinking in the night time. I know, Kev, in the night time. I know, yeah. We were a bit older, probably 17, 18 at the time. So we go drinking uh, at the back of the local shop. Yeah, yeah. In the corner of the field, we'd say. And uh, we're drinking away, we're having a crack. We're being a bit loud, maybe, but whatever. But this field, you could drive onto the field. Yeah. So we're in the very, very corner of the field, and there's tons of bushes, and just it's nearly a forest full of bushes there. Like, you know, it's just loads of bushes behind us. And whenever we're having a good crack, we're getting pretty drunk. I remember we're actually being pretty steamed. Yeah, a lot of us were pretty steamed at this age. We we're well into our drinking. And we just look and we see headlights just coming through the field full speed at us, like just racing through the field. Fucking the guards, like just flat to the mat, like just coming at us. Like, oh God, cans getting flying. And we all just ran into the bushes behind us and all just, just ran as fast as we could through thorns, through everything, and just hid, crouched down. Guards, full beams into the bushes and start screaming, get the fuck out here now, or every one of you are going to be arrested and so on. Like, So yeah, we all get eventually after getting screamed that we're like right we have to come out here we've nowhere to go like they're just eventually going to come into us um like w- where i went with maybe half the group we kind of went into a dead end i suppose uh, kind of a dead end yeah, into yeah. the bushes but a few of them got away deep into the bushes they were never seen again that night <laughs> but um, literally like two of them in particular were never seen again that night um so the guards line us all up and we're like oh god uh so yeah, this is the funny part about the story was uh was me, <laughs> my reaction to it all. So I probably that stage I probably hadn't got much dealing with the guards. Not that I ever really did, but just I hadn't had much interaction to the guards because we were a good bunch of kids. Like just search when you were six. So what do I do? Again, there was an older, wilder group going around, and I was like panic mode, and I got a, I used to get a bit shitty. Like I started going, uh, "We thought you were the Raheem lads coming through the field in the car. We're so sorry." <laughs> I just I regretted it to this day. Like I turned into a little. F- 
pussy. Yeah, little pussy. There's no other way of saying it. I turned into a little pussy. It's like, uh, we thought you were the Raheem lads coming through the field, so we got really scared and ran. We're so sorry. <laughs> well, to, pr- to prove your manhood, was there a pipe like 50 feet away and you're like, watch me climb across this? <laughs> I was just trying to make us out to be as innocent as possible. That's, that's That was my impure intentions. Like, And... Uh, like I could see that then eventually from my little shittiness and uh, so yeah, there's Tucker names and then they're like, Where doesn't we know there was more of you inside, like get them out like and there was two girls run off and they just they just never came back out of the bushes. But uh yeah, it was just the f- yeah, just me being pretty shitty. I used to get a bit shitty with that authority. Another time in a similar area, security guards chased us and cornered us and uh again some got away, some didn't and I got caught and they were brought us through it was the regional hospital. It was the wasteland behind that yeah, that we yeah. weren't meant to be in like so the weird little forest yes exactly yeah yeah Johnny Fourfingers was when we were younger kids we used to say that it was behind the mental home in the hospital the, okay. the forest when we, as we were kids we'd, uh, we were always told like there's a guy that lives in that that uh, that forest and he's, his name is Johnny Fourfingers like a Freddy Krueger-esque guy <laughs> we believed it in as well like as kids but anyway yeah another time the guard the security guards had caught a few of us and they, uh, they started bringing us through the hospital grounds the guards are waiting for you down here now you have you know you're fecked and I got really shitty and I started saying uh, basically yeah so they, the way they told us the, the way they had said to us was that they chased us into the guards necessarily that, that, that's what they said it goes oh we we, we came from be, behind you and chased you you know and I was like basically I turned and goes you're really really clever <laughs> I, was gonna, I tried to lick their arses it's like you're so clever that you had the guards there and then he chased us and one of the girls who was innocent turned around and goes shut the fuck up Nigel <laughs> I remember that to say if she's listening if she ever listens to this she'll remember that as well she just turned around and she goes shut the fuck up she just looked at me and goes you fucking <coughs> again with authority she, it wasn't that shitty I, was, I would say anything to get out of anything oh, we, they were telling us we're bringing need to the guards and I was like oh panic and we're going down to the guards now. oh god we're going to get arrested yeah. in them situations I will say Anything to you'd fall under question, maybe, yeah, yeah, no, but um, I'd never rat Kevin you know, from Raheem kid, uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, but I just I would say anything to get out of a situation, you know, that, like in, with, with teachers in school, I would say anything, I would bend whatever rule I had to, to get out of trouble. I hated being in trouble as a kid, like, definitely hated being in trouble as much as the yeah, trouble I got into, but, but it was nearly as well, it was like you nearly hated disappointing people. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't really the trouble. It was like having somebody disappointed in you. Mm, 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 I think mm. that was a big thing. No, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So there's some shitty moments like that. But yeah, again, just to go back to the original story there. Yeah, just the Raheem lads are coming. We taught you. We, <laughs> uh, exactly. We taught you. Were, we taught you were the Raheem lads coming through in the car. So we got really scared and ran. We're so sorry. <laughs> oh, that's cringe. Like, there was a good group of lads there to that day, like, and girls. If you remember that. I remember one of them girls ended up going out with a, a lad that wasn't there, like, and he came back to me years later. No like, way. No age, man. Because um, oh. he, he was one of the Raheem lads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, okay. We're going to finish after this one. So do you have any other fun little story for us uh, about your time growing up in Limerick? Uh this is kind of very drink related, isn't it? <laughs> it has, but sure. <laughs> what Fucking Friday. Yeah, just one. Remember you and me in uh, f- I always class this as my first extreme drunk time. I suppose first time I ever really got. Shane. S- yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were in my next door neighbour's house, uh, Shane, good friend of Kev's and mine, and uh, he was dating a girl at the time. And he had a free house. Down the road. But she had a free house as well. So she had a free house. Do you remember how important it was when there was a free gaff? Oh, back then, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. You had one or two, some great free house moments. You'd hear about it, like, and you'd be like, fucking hell, there's a free house coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, not at all, Kevin, no, not at all. Yeah, yeah. So he had a free house, and she had a free house. We were staying in his house that night. Yes. So we're in his house, and she gives him a text, come down to mine. So he goes, lads, like, you're going to leave you here and I'm going to go down to her or right? don't do nothing stupid or he didn't even say that he just goes just whatever like trust to leave us in, her, in his house yeah. and there was another lad there as well who wasn't staying mm. and what did we do we raid his parents spirit cabinets yeah. and your man that made them drinks up he was not drinking and that fucker sound lad lovely lad he filled them drinks up we had no idea as yeah, you said yeah. of measurements no, whiskey no idea. massive these glasses half full of whiskey like, yeah, yeah. and just Mixing it with, with, with a bit of orange or something, and we were swarmed. Oh, like alcohol poison, like yes, 
Yes, yes, yes. Com- no, close to it, man. Very Didn't Shane come back? Yes, yes, I know what you're going to say. That's it. So Shane, Shane comes back. We are off our fucking game now at this yeah. stage. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and again, Nigel will lie to, to, to not tell the truth. Like, he'll do whatever he has to, to not get in trouble. We sniffed the paint in the garage, Shane. We're yeah. off our faces. I'm so sorry. And he was like, all right. Just, you know, whatever. Yeah, Shane, Shane just believed. He was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fully believed us. The whole um, night. Do you remember we were out in the shed, or not, in the garage, and you kept falling through the door, just leaning against the door and whack? Is that me? I think, mm-mm. Yeah. Maybe I Shane. Because I remember laughing at that. I think it was Shane that fell yeah, through yeah, us. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then, did one of us projectile vomit that time? That was a different time. But the next morning is the best part of that story. Yes, so, that again, I remember that so vividly. My first real, real running hangover so Shane still believes that we were just sniffing paint and we were off our game and we were stupidly drunk. Uh, we got oh, we got sick that night. Yeah. The whole I remember, remember me getting sick into a basin that night, and we, we eventually go to bed. His parents come home. They're none the wiser. Shane's none the wiser. Just me and Kevin are in this. I remember waking up in that top bump bed. I think it was a top or bot, bot, bottom bump bed, and uh, first thing I was just sweating, heart full on pounding. My first ever experience that I was yeah. like, what's what's wrong with me? Am I dying here? Like. So we get up, severely hungover, go downstairs, again having told Shane, we're sitting down in his sitting room, his parents are up in bed, slightly hungover from the night, they, they, they'd been out like drinking, and we're sitting there watching TV, we're feeling really bad, can't tell Shane how bad we are, and I just looked over to Shane. <laughs> Shane's house now was immaculate, his mother was... Probably sh- the cleanest house I've ever been in. Absolutely, there wasn't a speck of dust, and I'm on these like material couches, and I just look over and goes, I'm not, I kind of said, I'm not feeling well. I'm not feeling well. I said, I'm building up. I was like, Shane, 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 get a basin. And the second I got them words out, I got sick all over his couch. It was pa- like exorcist sick. Like. All over his material yeah. couch. And his parents were upstairs. We're like, oh my God. Shane still doesn't cop on that we're drinking. He didn't find out for days that we were I drinking. Know, yeah. We got rattled out by one of the girls that, that, we, that we drank. Yeah, and yeah. And he killed me for it. He, I just talked about I just talked about that to Shane's parents recently. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, we know you robbed the drink, like, you know, and so on. Because Shane eventually told them years later when they got rid of all that spirits. We are like, oh, we gave away the spirits. And Shane was like, half that's water down. Who'd you give us? <laughs> 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 Do you know, yeah. Again, destroyed his kitchen. Or sorry, destroyed his couch. And we told his parents, Nige drank out of the tap, the, the bathroom. T- uh, Nige drank out of the sink from upstairs. That's yeah. why he felt sick. Hypersensitive like, microbiome. Yeah. <laughs> Joe was a bit suspicious of that. Shane said, "He's like, well, you don't, you won't get, you wouldn't get sick from that." Like, yeah, he destroyed it. Yeah. Oh, man. Again, this is very drink-related stories. There's, there's, there's other stories without drink. Trust me, we weren't for age and alcoholics, but uh, absolutely. Um, we'll get into those next time. Nice. Yeah. Thanks a million. Pleasure, bud. Pleasure. Peace. Peace. <laughs>